the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Music Now podcast. We talk to a musician here in the San Antonio local music scene and get to know them, talk about their projects, just have a good time, you know. This podcast, we have George Garza Jr. of Pop Pistol, a great San Antonio band and a newer band that he's in called The Foreign Arm, and uh, many other projects, the San Antonio Local Music Guild. Um, you've seen him everywhere, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> he's a really good guy, a really positive soul, I think, in my opinion. And I'm pretty sure if you've talked to him before, you got that vibe as well. He's just really enlightening and brings a lot of warmth into your life whenever you're in his presence. So it was a really good time, and I was really happy to finally get him on the podcast. As always, you can support the podcast by going to TexasMusicSpotlight.com. Go to our Amazon banner. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, you can click that link and go through there, and that really helps us out. Uh, the Bluehost banner, if you're going to make a website, you can do that as well. Find us on social media, Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Texas Music Spotlight, SoundCloud, TMS Podcast, SoundCloud.com slash TMS Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like us. Tell us, you know, if we can improve on anything. I mean... Really, this is for y'all, this is for the musicians, uh, the music lovers and stuff to connect, you know, another medium to connect to each other. And let us know if you're, if we're doing okay, if you like us, uh, give us like five stars or something. You can rate us on Facebook as well, on our Facebook page, uh, one to five stars. If you like it, leave some comments, let us know what you like and what you don't like. So I performed with George Garza Jr. on stage before and it's really enjoyable and I have a lot of fun and it was really a lot of fun talking to this person and he's going to tell you about all his music stuff uh his trip that he's coming up very important you've got to go support him and we'll you know post the link so that you can go support him on his GoFundMe page and all that stuff but he's going to let you know what's going on with him and what his future holds and what's going on in his life so without further ado here's our music now podcast with George Garza Jr. If you can think back, uh, what is the most, or what was your first musical, I guess, memory here in the San Antonio scene. Let's start off there. What was the very first thing that you that you remember doing, or, or something that stands out to you? Well, the very first, the very first show that I ever played was at uh, Gaista Gallery, mm-hmm. and it was in the high school band that we had started. And Alex and Jorge were in the band. Alex what, what was the name of the band? That band was called Roma, and we were a five-piece. And I was playing bass, and it was the first time I ever played a show. And I was terribly out of tune, and I was frightened. I was, like, scared to death. This was at the Gaista Gallery. Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard of that one. Well, they, it's in the area of South Flores by the train tracks, next to where, uh, was it, Lone Star Galleries and all that stuff right mm-hmm. there. So, so <laughs> yeah, there's a ton right of places. where all the fancy stuff is coming up now, and, and by Daniela's art studio, so, like, right down, there, right down the street from all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stage is no longer there. They took out the stage if you go to the gallery there now. 
uh, that stage is gone. But in the back room, they had a stage, just a, like a cement loading dock in the corner. And our friends were there, because we were in high school at the time. Mm-hmm. And our parents, our families were there. And it was it was frightening, but it was, a, also, you know, that kind of adrenaline rush. So it was also really exciting. And then everybody tells you you did a good job, even though I know... <laughs> I was, like, really out of tune. Is there video or audio of that? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's on a VHS. Oh, man. <laughs> it's out there. It's, it's not online, thank God. Mm-hmm. But it's it exists somewhere. Jorge's parents have it somewhere. So, so why did you, why'd you play bass? Why did you start on bass? Was that something that just called to you, I guess? I started, playing, I started off playing acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. My dad gave me his acoustic guitar when I was in middle school. He was a musician as well? Uh, no, not exactly. He had, he had the guitar when he was in high school. He learned a couple of like Aerosmith songs, but mm-hmm. he never really got into playing. He had other friends that were musicians that did jam all the time. He didn't really take to it that much. And then when I was in middle school and I started, I didn't really take to it that much either. I didn't go home and practice chords or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't practice my scales. So kind of man, skills were the worst. <laughs> when you, I didn't even you make younger. it that far. You know, I didn't even know what the, you know, what the guitar tuning was and all that stuff. But Alex, like I said, Alex and I are cousins, and we're like a couple months apart. And at some point in the end of middle school, beginning of high school, he started playing guitar, and he really took to it. And by uh, sophomore year, I was convinced that I needed to play bass so that I could play with him. So. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to play bass, I'm going to play with you. And then a year after that's when Roma started. And that's when I met Jorge Gonzalez, mm-hmm. our drummer. And that was Roma, and Roma was the only band that we had together before Pop Pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when the, when was that? What what year kind of Pop Pistol start? Uh, Pop Pistol started at the end of 2005, in like mm-hmm. the fall time. Uh, our first show was in October of 2005. And Roma before that, maybe... I want to say 2002 to 2004, mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So, so Pop Pistol's still going on. I know you did uh, Float Fest uh, a couple days back. How, how was that with Pop Pistol? Float Fest was a lot of fun. Yeah. And as a band, as musicians, as, as brothers, as a family, we've, we've definitely come a long way. So mm-hmm. everything has a lot of, uh, there's a lot of heartfelt emotions that, that uh, arise when we get to play together and we we really live in the moment and there's a lot of jamming and like pushing each other so mm-hmm. we play songs that we've been playing sometimes for eight years and mm-hmm. and uh, every time we play them we always try and take them to a new place so every every performance is feels really special and playing at a festival like that was really cool they treated us really well and mm-hmm. um, we weren't like rubbing elbows with you know the stars or anything like that. It was it was a gig, but it was a really well organized professional gig. Mm-hmm. The sound team was excellent, and yeah, a lot of good hospitality. And we just went up there and did what we do. Had yeah. people standing in front of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's always great when you have that sort of connection and that ability ability to uh, play off of each other and and just you know really create something special whenever you have those those. Uh, people by your side performing and stuff like that. Uh, I think, I mean, personally, I I, uh, I think you kind of look for that in, like, everything that you kind of do. And, and how has that uh, 
Is that something that you can find a lot of places because it is so, you know, tightly knit and you're you're able to play with these people that are that are so uh, caring about the music and things like that? You mean as far as just like connecting with people? Yeah, yeah, connecting with people and connecting with musicians as well on, on stage and connecting with the audience. Yeah, I feel like it's... It's always been prominent for me, I guess, because that's the life that I live. So that's what I create. And those are the type of people that I attract and that I keep around me. So it's always evident, you know, and and everywhere I look, you know, that that's how I connect with musicians and and projects that I join or jamming out with other people just here and there or witnessing other bands, connecting with other bands. Uh, connecting with people that are, you know, I don't like to call them fans exactly. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like we're all just a big family, and um, those the people that stick out and you know stay close, like they're all a part of that same vibe where we all we're kind of on a level, like where everybody's equal ground. I don't know, you know, if people look at me like I'm oh I'm this musician guy and. I'm doing all this stuff, but when I talk to people, when I talk to other musicians, I'm not above them or anything like that. It's like, I'm just as excited as they are. Like, I love my band too, and I have a lot yeah. of fun listening <laughs> to my music and listening to other people's bands, and I'm, I'm a fan first too, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, uh, I feel that connection for sure. Yeah, yeah, so, so Pop Pistol, how has that grown I know you're saying that you, you've been playing songs for, for so long. How has that grown within yourself? And how has that made you a better person or a better player, you know, in general? Uh, just playing with those guys or, or or just moving through the music scene altogether? What have you learned or, or how has that helped you? That's a, that's a lot. It gives me a lot. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. No. It gives me a lot to think about. But yeah, first, yeah, first off, I thought about how you said how have they helped me grow mm-hmm. as a musician um, you know, I guess on the technical side of mm-hmm. it, uh, Jorge is a super solid drummer. He's just pocket, and he makes it really fun and really easy to to uh, express for me to express myself on the bass. He he stays like right by my side, so we have a very strong bond and connection when we're performing. And Alex is constantly pushing us to. Uh, experiment and uh kind of like with different grooves like he's it's uh, we always say that he's like the architect of the band mm-hmm. he's like this mastermind where he creates these worlds uh through just these different palettes his sound palettes he he writes a lot of the song ideas he plants the seeds and then we just play them for like 30 minutes straight in the you know in our jam space uh, for like months at a time and then at the end of it it becomes like a seven minute song so uh, a lot of uh, a lot of what's helped me grow and expand my mind uh, between them is based on that just uh, being able to rely on Jorge for being super solid and he's um, you know nobody overplays anything we all listen to each other a lot that's something that I picked up see like you want to talk about from other musicians mm-hmm. um, Jai who plays drums with Feminine X and mm-hmm. has uh, been a musician for a long, long time, Jai Roots Urban Cafe project. Um, he's been helping Maya Girao for a long time and other projects, percussionist, drummer, singer, you know, all that. Um, 
the first time I really got to jamming with people outside of Pop Pistol, I got to jam with him and Maya Girao and, and some other players. And afterwards we had a really good conversation about how songs and music and jamming is just that. It's a conversation and you got to listen to each other. And sometimes it's the other guy's turn to speak. And when that person's speaking, you let them speak. So learning how to create those foundations with each other. I think for me, um, just within the last three years or so, that has really come to play a lot with Pop Pistol and the other projects that I'm involved in. Being more, uh, being able to get really deep into what the root of the song is, find that core, find that groove, and uh, know how to stay in the pocket, and then just listen and wait for that moment when, you know, maybe you get a word in. Or, but, but all of it's about the whole conversation. It's not mm -hmm. like anybody's part is more important. It's just knowing how to play your role. And as a bass player, like, it's, that's yeah, that's, that's definitely Yeah, that's definitely something you need to keep in mind, mm -hmm. uh, definitely if you're a bass player. And, and you're talking about how it's a conversation. Yeah, that, that's a great way of, of thinking uh, and looking at music because, like you said, if everybody's sort of talking at once, it, it just gets kind of uh, chaotic and then your message doesn't get across. So that, mm -hmm. that's that's amazing that you uh, put that, you know, into words. <laughs> well, that was him. That was, that was Jai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The perfect analogy. Mm -hmm. and that always stuck with me ever since. And that was the first time that I started jamming with other people. And from that conversation... I gained a lot more confidence knowing be that I know exactly how to stay in the pocket and keep a groove and kind of just rock with it and, and listen. And I can play a groove with musicians that are all willing to push themselves for, you know, I can I can play a groove for 20, 30 minutes with yeah, no, yeah. no problem. Mm -hmm. I'll be happy. So <laughs> knowing that I, I come from that background, like, helps helps me with all the other products that I've started since then and since then is when I've like actually taken on other other uh, other bands other projects mm -hmm. to help out yeah yeah that, that's that's amazing and I think of you sort of like this this I mean you said you're not above anybody but but uh your musical spirit definitely emits this this sort of grandeur you know possibility that that can happen when uh your your soul is is pure happiness and then it emits in your music and that's that's really amazing um you don't find that everywhere <laughs> but yeah yeah uh so so from these uh, sort of musical conversations how how did you uh go along i know uh with the music guild or or uh, when did that start or was it the let's say i don't know what year maybe. Like, that, like just organizing in general yeah yeah because because i know you're a musician but but you're also helping out other musicians so so how did that that start that i guess the spirit of that really grew uh in 2008 mm -hmm. with the formation of a group that was called local 782 when we started having meetings with different musicians and talking about the stuff we were talking about uh, similar to what's going on today with uh, san antonio Soundgarden and las raices uh the group wound up calling itself local 782 and we started doing workshops and finding out more about how to be uh, not just professional, but DIY, like very hands-on. Mm -hmm. um, it, uh, it was very much about, you know, everything that you could do for yourself. Uh, you definitely, at a certain point, you realize that it's, it's really best to have a team help you do mm -hmm. things. Um, but there's so much that we can do 
for ourselves and I was really uh, inspired by that movement that started in 2008 and um, if you look at the timeline of Pop Pistol that's when we really started to uh, move move forward it's uh, it's really due to all the stuff that I was learning and it's it's the community part of it is something that's always been inside me that was able to be expressed through community organizing in that way so connecting with other musicians came really naturally once I had more to share and more experience and you know I share all my experience and my perspective um, because it's natural to me to 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 befriend people and to to uh, share all that I know and at the same time I'm always very aware that I only know the little bit that I know because mm -hmm. I learned it from others or from my own experience and I know that it, it's not the only way um, and that you're open to, to other ways of thinking yeah as well. it's, a, it's always a learning process so I'm always mm -hmm. learning as much as I can from everybody else and uh, Local 782 uh, in a sense I guess ran its course uh, we had you know a lot of good years and implemented a lot of things local music week if anybody's familiar that <laughs> yeah. that that came out of local 782 and the coalition of groups that we brought together to initiate that you know that's uh i, I know that history and, and i'm a part of that history and that's why i stay engaged today um and then i started the san antonio music local music guild um in the same spirit just uh sort of branching off from where yeah. what y'all started there yeah it's i mean it's it's a, a different name for the same mm -hmm. vibe, really, and and there's there's always a lot of it going around. You know what they're doing with Soundgarden and the forums for Las Raíces. Um, it's it's all a part of the same movement. Uh, the local music guild is a is a piece of that, and it's my way to um, start a different conversation because I could I could have a conversation about anything that I'm doing. When people ask me about the local music guild, I, I get excited because I get to talk about, you know, not like who I am and what I do, but like why I've why I've done what I've done and what I've learned, and and uh, it's really cool to talk to other musicians. It keeps me really inspired to meet people that are hungry for that knowledge. It reminds you to stay hungry, especially like you have years of of playing and you meet somebody mm -hmm. that has never gone on tour, hasn't even recorded an album. Yeah. It's a, it's super exciting. I get to be a part of that just in talking to them about it. So it's it's something that fuels me, and it's something that comes very naturally just to share that kind of information and bond with other musicians. Yeah, and definitely with the the music guild, I saw well, uh, a little while back that y'all were doing like y'all do like workshops and, and things. Uh, the the open sort of uh, those booking parties and stuff. I know mm -hmm. you hosted one uh, a while back for Limelight and stuff, and that's just helping musicians get out there and that's that's really amazing what what sort of like uh advice i guess would you give maybe like it's just like maybe like a, a small set of rules i guess for for the musician that's just starting out from from your experiences that not rules but more like because <laughs> those are those are lame but like some some advice to help out a young musician i guess that that's just starting out here in, in san antonio it's uh it's very ironic and that I have to say this because I used to hate hearing it when I was just starting out, uh -huh. uh, but you have to get a tuner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? 
Being in tune's good. <laughs> being in tune with your bandmates. As, you know, like, if you're going to be playing with anybody else, you should be in tune with them. Mm -hmm. um, if, you, if you want it to be a pleasurable experience for anybody else, like, uh, I guess that's, okay, that brings me to, like, something that's really at the core of what I feel like I communicate with people or I try to keep out there because I don't want to blow up anybody's dreams. I don't want to, like, make people... I don't want to promise people that something's going to happen that I don't know mm -hmm. will happen or not. Definitely. And I, but even more than that, I uh, I want for musicians to remain encouraged, not to get discouraged by all the challenges because there are lots of challenges. Um, but the the thing that always comes down to or comes back to is um, knowing knowing what your uh, what your goals are. Like everybody's got different goals. Like what what do you really want out of playing music if you're taking the time to craft songs and to share them with people what's that for what are you what are you mm -hmm. after are you looking for recognition are you wanting fame are you wanting money those kinds of things because if those are the kinds of things that drive you to be creative um they might get in the way or they might change the way that you create mm -hmm. or they're going to con be confronting in what you need to create to satisfy those goals but and, if, it, and it's always good to know because uh Sometimes when you just go in there blindly, it's just like, I'm just kind of doing this and, and you never really get anywhere. But mm -hmm. but knowing and having a goal sort of set, I think, is, is, is very good. Uh, my, my addendum to that point <laughs> is that um, another goal that's worthwhile to me is to play because it's your calling, because you have to, because... Uh, all that other stuff will come and go. It's 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 cycles, you know. You're, there's highs and there's lows, and there's always going to be challenges. And that's what I always am upfront with people about. Um, but if you're making music because it just you have to, you're just compelled to, and you can't stop, uh, hold on to that reason more so than like what you your expectations are. I guess that's a it's a big thing. Is like really staring at your expectations in the face and deciding which ones of which ones of those you want to hold on to uh which ones are gonna you know either they're gonna help you or they're gonna hurt you and in the short term maybe they can help you you know if you have big goals and mm -hmm. big dreams you like it's definitely helps to latch on to that and drive from that ambition mm -hmm. um the expectations part is where it gets tricky so because there's you know been playing music for a while and I know lots of people that uh, have either stopped playing music or just other bands, like the longevity of my band. Um, very fortunate to be playing music with people that still, you know, we get along and we want to play music together. Yeah. There's so many bands that I know that couldn't hack it, you know, or not that they couldn't hack it, it's just everybody's different. You're really lucky to have a team of people that feel the same way you do and are willing to give something to making those goals come true when you're not just one person making it happen it really helps when there's three or four people in your mm -hmm. band making stuff happen yeah. so yeah i don't know there's a lot of convoluted information in that <laughs> but i'm like okay in the last 14 years this is yeah yeah i've seen I mean, a lot of stuff <laughs> i've seen some shit i've been there <laughs> i mean yeah. it's 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 a really honest truth uh that you have to be able to deal with if you want to be a musician that makes uh, recordings and goes on tour 
when you go on tour and you don't pl- and you show up in a city and nobody knows you and nobody comes out to your show and then the next day you get a flat tire and the next day you got to be somewhere else and you're driving through a snowstorm like all those kinds of things that just happen to you when you're on the road that really tests you mm-hmm. and if you're willing to go that far like then then you can hang and and I say like keep going those kinds of things definitely put you to the test and I'm I'm very fortunate that I was a part of a group or I am still a part of a group where there was never any turning back none of us ever wavered and was moments. there times when you when you thought it was like at, maybe uh no was it just keep I'd, on chugging through you know there's pop pistol <laughs> the between Jorge and Alex and myself we have a lot of shared experiences of what would probably mess up other bands mm-hmm. or tear them apart and I feel confident in saying that there was never that moment where it was, is this going to happen or is this not going to happen? Are we going to keep going? We've had those moments where we've needed to step back, but there's something like, I don't know if it's just this faith or what it is that has kept us together the whole time. And that's, you know, I, I feel very blessed, very fortunate to have lucked out on the first try with my first mm-hmm. band. Yeah with these musicians to be just still going it's a, it's amazing <laughs> yeah and and uh definitely have become one of the the staples here in, in san antonio pop pistol and and how about uh some of the other bands that uh, uh you joined i know you did uh some work with uh sugar skulls which I, i'm still a part of and and the foreign arm mm-hmm. um how have those experience experiences been for you just diving into these other uh sort of genres i guess i mean that that's always been was that something that you needed to let out uh was it you know something that was inside of you that uh, you needed to let out in a different way um, music wise uh, i guess yes um <laughs> all right I got, i'm sorry i got <laughs> no, no, no. i got i got sucked into the last one i started thinking about all this history of Popist and was like you know what there were some moments where it was like kind of scary what's going to oh, yeah? happen to the band uh we made it through though you know like we're all really committed to each other um yeah, sorry, I had to go back into no, that no, one. no, no. Okay. I was still, I was still hanging out in all those memories and being like, "Whoa, there were some times there, yeah. where, yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen, but that's that's life, that's real." Mm-hmm. So we all, we all have a lot of love for each other and a lot of give each other a lot of room and understanding and encouragement, support, uh, in our, you know, in our personal lives too. Mm-hmm. So that that's been a big thing. We actually care about each other. We know what's happening in each other's lives and we support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Yeah. yeah, I had to I had to finish that up. Yeah. I was like, wait, okay. There's definitely been those moments where it's been a little tough. It's not squeaky clean, pop pistol land, uh, all the time. But it's a uh, there's a lot of love there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the with the other bands that, yeah, every every project, every time that I've jammed with anybody else besides Jorge and Alex, there's always been some other piece of it that's very fulfilling. Uh, a different part of me, um, like I said, you know, with with jamming out with Jai and Maya, that really opened me up to a, a world music vibe, and you know, I have all that stuff inside me. I'm born in San Antonio, born and raised, uh, raised Catholic in a Hispanic family, mm-hmm. and you know, I've been to quinceañeras and bodas for a long <laughs> time, so all that that kind of you know those otherworldly rhythms, Afro-Cuban and the cumbia. And, and all these different uh, vibes, you know, they're definitely in there, and that's 
that was a you know a, a freeing experience just jamming out with that I got to play in a hip-hop band called Blend Phonetics uh, which is like the precursor to the foreign arm with vocab Sanderson and uh, uh, a rapper from Mexico City named Karim Somar um, short-lived uh, but but I I mean I grew up listening to hip-hop and R&B in San Antonio so mm-hmm. it is has been fitting, you know, like uh, Allison Alonso says, you know, KTFM babies, I'm one of them. And <laughs> Definitely, so yeah. So all that, all that music from the, you know, mid-90s had a big impact on me and shapes the way that I play bass a lot, so playing hip-hop, you know, a couple years back was a big deal, and the uh, the the chance and opportunity to, to create music with Jeff Palacios and uh, Sugar Skulls and work with Allison, it's like, it's... It's very uh, motivating. It's just a whole other feeling that you get when you're when you're jamming out with this big band and playing with you and the other people in the horn section. You know, it's a it's a that's a its own kind of vibe. So everything's like very uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but all all the different styles they they pull at something else. They're all really enjoyable. It's really hard for me to answer questions when people are saying, "What do you like more? Do you like playing bass? Do you like playing guitar? What do you like doing?" Mm-hmm. Singing. It's they're all different. Yeah, it's all it's all right now, uh the foreign arm has been the most uh the most busy, I guess, or enthralling project mm-hmm. um that I'm committed to. And it's very you know, there's a lot of good heart vibes with uh with the foreign arm and it's it's more of an R and B style. It's also given back to the nineties KTFM kid in me and um, I love working with vocab. She's she's just got such a huge heart, and it shows and it shines through all the time. And everybody in in that band, the foreign arm, is just full of that. You know, like it's it's beaming out of everybody. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. amazing like light, that amazing yeah. energy, sort of. Yeah, met Nick Blevins last year. We're uh-huh. actually coming up on a year. I think uh, this week has been a year of oh, the wow. foreign arm. Yeah, one one whole year since the first time that we performed together at Bibliotech when we were a smaller band, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's grown and it's it's a lot of fun and we do something that is not being done in San Antonio or we're we're not aware of anybody else playing the kind of music that we're playing, and that's what's really cool about all the bands that I've been a part of. It's always like wow, like nobody was doing the organic hip hop that we were doing, mm-hmm. um, and you know we were playing music that was produced in part. Uh, with by Brian Hamilton, so like nobody was playing music like that, and we were doing it live, super fun. And Sugar Skulls is like, you know, the real deal big band, mm-hmm. you know, that throwback sound where it's all that jazz and a little bit of <laughs> funk and just all the really cool uh, textures. And mm-hmm. nobody's playing the kind of R and B that that the Foreign Arm is doing. It's really like sweet and soulful, still very indie and. Yeah, it's uh, everything's very heartfelt, and then I like I feel that Pop Pistol is one of the most unique sounds that I've heard from any band. So it's all that's all nice. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, now I'm just like patting myself on the back. <laughs> no, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 it's it's awesome. And and uh, you can catch the Foreign Arm uh, this when is it Friday? They're, you know, they're going to play uh, sort of as you're going away party. Yeah. Um, at the 502 bar and I'll be playing with Volcan yeah. there so we're, we're going to have a good time I'll buy you a drink or something and we can yeah. hang out so so uh, yeah the foreign arm Volcan at, at 502 bar this Friday and and you're going away party what 
where are you going? <laughs> yeah, this talk is, about where you're going. It's a uh, you know people that are closer to me know mm-hmm. um, how how big of a leap I'm taking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to Europe, and I've been planning this trip for years, almost three years now. Talking about it, just dreaming about it. Uh, it's taken different shape, you know, over the years. I've just stayed committed to the idea. And it's something that I've meditated on a lot, uh, thinking that I needed to go overseas, uh, basically that I needed to leave home mm-hmm. and experience what life is like when you leave home for so long. Have, have you ever done that for as long as you, you're planning on? Have you ever done that before? No, no, no. I've never been to Europe. Uh, I've only lived out of the city for six months before mm-hmm. and I was in Austin so I was home I was home twice <laughs> yeah. a week uh, I've never done anything like this so I'm going to Germany and from Germany I'm going to trek around most of Western Europe uh, just you know really doing a lot of reflecting and meditating it's a it's a very personal kind of pilgrimage for me uh, without getting too preachy about it, yeah. it's it's very much about seeing what happens when you when you don't have anything to rely on for your comforts. So it's a it's like a self imposed kind of test, a spiritual test. I have I have a lot of faith, and I know that I'll be good. And I got lots of good vibes coming from the United States, and I'm I'm good at making friends with people, mm-hmm. and and uh, I have faith that I'll be safe. So I'm going on a long trip. It's a two, two and a half month trip, and it's it's pretty exciting. I know that when I get back, that'll be another on another level. I'm going for Super Saiyan, or you know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, you'll yeah. Get some, you grow your hair yellow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I want to be able to throw like lightning bolts and yeah, stuff when yeah. I get back. <laughs> Out of my hands. So so you're gonna be doing that uh, very soon. I'm, I'm sure you've done. Some planning, or how much? How much? How much planning did you actually do? You said you're gonna just kind of go for it, dive in. How much planning did you actually do to towards this trip? Well, I, I as far as places, I guess, and, and things like that. There's lots of places on my list, you know, that I would like to visit, and depending on the resources that I have available to me and the connections that I'm making, uh, that'll kind of that gives me some breathing room so I can go wherever the wind takes me, in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, but I plan to go to. I plan for sure, obviously, to be in Germany. Uh, I plan to go to the UK um, and be in England, maybe up to Scotland for a bit. I definitely need to go see Stonehenge, right? Because <laughs> if I'm going to do a pilgrimage, I got to go yeah. see the some of the you know wonders of the world. And uh, I plan on going to Ireland. Ireland's always been something really big in my mind about just going and being on these giant grassy hills and staring out into the water and. Uh, Ireland's just a beautiful place, and for me, for whatever reason, there's a lot of nostalgia there. Like I said, I was I was raised Catholic, so I guess it's the, just hearing Irish priests' voice always made it stand out. Um, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's like that's why I want to go to Ireland because yeah. of Father O'Gorman. I get it. Um, and uh, making my way down to Spain, Italy, uh, and Greece, and other countries around there too. Uh, so those are those are some of the major ones, and if I if I can generate enough funds, then I'll go to China as well. While I'm out, I might mm-hmm. as well make the do it. Extreme. Do it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take it to the extreme and yeah. go to China. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend in China, so a lot of it's loosely plotted around connections of friends 
or family or friends of family or friends of friends, family of friends, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I've begun to realize like it's really a big community uh, experiment. It's like taking community to the next level mm -hmm. where, you know, people from San Antonio, people that I'm connected to are connected to people across the world. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm kind of looking at as far as my, my plotting of my dates and my moving around. And the other part of it is very much making the world smaller and bigger at the same time from my eyes personally mm -hmm. and to to go and soak up other cultures to meet people just i'm i'm super inspired by people and humans and mm -hmm. and just how how innovative we are how creative we are and um not just in an artistic sense i'm talking about like how you live your life and how you survive and what you take joy in and, and family and, and things like that so it's for me like i said you know it's, it's a very big um it's it's very big for my heart to go out there and to experience life uh in other places and and join in and participate in whatever the local culture is doing mm -hmm. i'm very i'm very much about that i'm very much about people i i got my degree in social work and i'm just about connecting with people and mm -hmm. and uh branching out for myself i know that it's uh i've made it important for me to do so and i think that you know i've been blessed to travel and tour and that has influenced my life a lot and experiencing just what it's like in different places around this country um it opens your mind and opens your eyes to a lot of things uh, you can see how how different we are from other people just from in san antonio to other places because we definitely have our own vibe uh -huh. Um, and at the same time, you get to learn, like, how little everybody is different from each other. Like, we're so much the same. We're so connected that uh, we don't see it all mm -hmm. the time. And I believe it, and I and I live it out. And to me, everybody's a part of the family. Um, not not to say that I'm naive and don't realize that some people out there don't want to be friendly and mm -hmm. aren't, don't don't agree with the way I feel, but... For, I'm here to do something else, and that's uh, that's the way I live my life. Yeah, um, a ton, <laughs> yeah, uh, a ton of a ton of things. I mean, I don't want to stop you because you're you're going. That was great. That was amazing. So, uh, one thing I kind of wanted to say that that kind of uh, going back, that kind of tells to your your past, I guess how how this sort of community helped you and and. Uh, it shows how many people you've, you've actually touched in your life with your music or, or being friendly or, or being uh, this sort of person. And that kind of shows, reflects, you know, on you. And that's an amazing thing. Have, have you got this help with, with these people that are, that are helping you out, finding these, these other people in these other countries? And, and has your family been supportive of this so, uh, so far? I mean, I'm sure you told them. I was going to ask if you told yeah. them, but I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I had to tell my family. Um... <laughs> The initial reaction was uh, explosive uh, for part of my family. Um, obviously, there's lots of stuff in the news uh, every day, Definitely. every week, and mm -hmm. and it's pretty alarming, and uh, it shakes me a little bit in thinking, like, you know, any, anything can happen. It, it brings more gravity to the, to the situation, and at the same time, like, that's exactly what I need. Like, that's exactly why I'm going is just to push myself and 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 absorb as much strength from doing something like this as possible uh, just for myself for my own personal resolve and what i what i hold inside mm -hmm. um 
and and they've come along though my family's come along a long way mm -hmm. in uh, in supporting me uh, in this and um, knowing that in short that I can't be stopped so you're going to do it whether they like it or not kinda and I've I've brought as much peace to it as I can mm -hmm. you know and as much openness and uh, made it my story you know I, I've communicated that I that there's a need for me to communicate the story of my life my way and and uh, making it about the things that I'm making it about and not about you know the fears and all the complications um so they've they've come around and mm -hmm. it's 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 nice yeah mm -hmm. yeah because like you said you've been uh planning this out for a few years and it's not just like about recent events it's about mm -hmm. uh you finding this this sort of thing and being away from uh your home and seeing what happens and that that's that's pretty interesting not a lot of people are willing uh to push themselves to that extent and i think that's mm -hmm. that's very interesting um yeah, that, you know. Yeah, and you know when I—that's me on like a personal level and like what I'm what I'm thinking inside or what I'm feeling inside, um, and it's also a lot about just exploring and seeing what's out there. You know, like everybody dreams of traveling, and uh, I'm no different. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's I'm going out there to go see the world, and I I plan to to do a lot of traveling in my life right now. It's 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 kind of a gift to myself and really it's it's not just me giving myself the gift it's you know the like you said the community is giving me the gift because i wouldn't be able to go on this trip without support of you know hundreds of people you know that have just said you know safe travels or you know like that's awesome i wish i could do that or you know chipped in some donations to my fundraising campaign mm -hmm. come and bought a barbecue plate or or spread the word about my yard sale and things like that it's mm -hmm. just you know and and in that regard, like, I know it's not just my trip, like, and I'm going out there to, to enjoy it and to embrace it and to be excited and to, you know, have a, have a good time. It's not, it's not just a vacation. It's not just about being a tourist. It's, it's about like going and just seeing what's out there in the world and bringing it back as much of it as I can. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and also being that cornerstone for somebody else you know like if uh other people other bands other musicians other friends or friends of friends are looking for connections overseas i plan to go out there and do my own filtering and mm -hmm. finding some some good people you know mm -hmm. um i think that the a lot of what the world needs is that kind of that that shared brotherhood mentality where you know just because you're from another country or you don't speak the language doesn't mean that uh, doesn't mean that you just ignore you know that there's anything else yeah, going yeah. on out there um, we're all a part of this this uh, time here on earth at the same time yeah. we're all experiencing everything together so uh, like there's there's a lot of beauty in that and 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 I'm gonna go find it and stare it straight in the face <laughs> and hold its hand and and jump and sing with it and all that Will you be uh, documenting this anywhere, or or will yes. you be doing it along uh, as you're going? I will. I don't know how. I don't know through <laughs> what, but I'm going to be, you know, uh, I'd like to make some kind of a video blog mm -hmm. and uh, and share it in the most convenient, user-friendly way so people can keep up with me. I mean, there's always Facebook. Um, it would be cool to figure out a different medium where I can just make it 
about this trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so how has your your uh, your partner taken it? Uh, has she been supportive, and and how how is mm-hmm. she gonna get through without you? No. <laughs> I'm very fortunate to have found somebody that's really supportive and believes. Um, just as much, if not more than me, she really inspires me to be the type of person that has these big outlandish dreams and goes for them. Like, you know, that kind of idea that you have, like, you got some audacity to go and think that you should do something like this or or to make it happen. Uh, I think we both believe in being unreasonable with yourself and what you want out of life. And that's a pretty powerful thing. So mm-hmm. she's been very... Supportive, yeah. That that's great to to have this sort of community behind you and, and your partner as well. Just just mm-hmm. rooting for you, and and I think that's. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure over there you're gonna feel the love mm-hmm. when you're actually in it. It's gonna be it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. Mm-hmm. So I mean, good luck uh, mm-hmm. to you and your your trip. Uh, I think you said Friday, and then when uh, Friday's the the show at five hundred two bar uh, with the foreign arm, and then when. Are you actually going to be taking off? I leave on um, August 2nd. August 2nd. So that's pretty close. So good luck in, in everything that you do. And, and thank you uh, for taking the time to be on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me and asking so many deep personal questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want to know about you. And I'm sure a lot of people do and, and like hearing your insight on stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Well, thank, thank you. And I got to... I got to say it so I put it out there because it's important. And if I hold back, then I'm denying myself and hurting myself in the long run. Um, Yeah, will you, not just you, Julian, Uh but will you, whoever is listening, uh, contribute to this this journey and support my cause? I'm sure that there will be a link or something that you can find. I got a GoFundMe campaign going and I have a PayPal account and I'll sell you a band t-shirt or something if you just contact me uh i'm raising funds any way i can i'm going to be out there for 11 weeks and it's a long time Mm -hmm. and i i got some people to stay with and other than that i'll be sitting in hostels and trying to find the cheapest way to get around and uh eating eating meagerly for the most part uh until i get to italy and then i have to have like the real deal pizza oh yeah just go for it (laughs) i'm gonna be out there i gotta do it all but uh yeah Will you, listener, contribute, please? <laughs> <laughs> will that will that be going on while you're over there? Yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah. I'll I'll keep. I'm gonna have to keep doing yeah, it yeah. while I'm over there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, so you heard George. He he's 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 doing a really cool thing that not a lot of people get the opportunity to, and uh, I'm sure he'll keep you up to date on everything he's doing. The pizza that he eats. Stonehenge <laughs> that he'll be <laughs> running around in. That's what so. it's about. The whole thing is about <laughs> pizza and Stonehenge and sitting on a hill on the coast of Ireland. The dream. The dream right there. <laughs> Thanks, man. So that was my conversation with George Garza Jr. Go check him out on Facebook, Pop Bass on Twitter. Go support his campaign. We're going to be posting a link so you can go do that right after you listen to this podcast. And all of us here at the Texas Music Spotlight wish him luck on his trip. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure he's going to go find what he's looking for. And I hope he he enjoys himself while he's doing that. Using the Do210 Do Stuff app, 
I tell you what is going on this weekend, and it's going to be pretty cool. There's a lot of things going on every weekend in San Antonio, so go ahead and use the do stuff, D-O-S-T-U-F-F, go to 210 because you are in San Antonio, and just check out what what's going on this weekend, and, and just go out and enjoy yourself. So my number three pick for what show you need to be at is going to be at Jack's Patio Bar July 30th at 8 p.m. It's going to be the last Niners. Finite Fidelity from Austin, Texas, Doral Club, and Hydra Melody. It's going to be $10, all ages. Uh, the doors are going to be at 830-3030 Thousand Oaks at Jack's Patio Bar. It's going to be a really good show. The number two show that I think you should be at is going to be at Burleson Yard Beer Garden on July 29th at 9 p.m. It's going to feature Fish Brain and Judah and Roots. I've, I've heard Fish Brain before at Imagine. I think they're they're really great. Uh, Judah and Roots, I've had the pleasure of playing on one of their songs this week, I think, or last week. I uh, recorded a few things, and they're a reggae band here from San Antonio, and they're going to bring some heavy vibes <laughs> for all you people. There's no cover. Uh, July 29th at Burleson Yard Beer Garden. I haven't been there yet, but definitely need to check it out in the future. Go head out there and have some fun. And my number one pick for this weekend it's going to be at 502 Bar, July 29th at 10 p.m. The Foreign Arm with George Garza Jr. You just heard him. He plays bass for them. And Volcan, I'm going to be there as well. Playing some smooth R&B and Latin grooves as we celebrate our guitarist Jacob Rodriguez's birthday. And then George, George is his going away party. The doors are at 10. Foreign Arm plays at 10.30. Volcan at 10.40. It's 21 and up and a $5 cover. July 29th at the 502 Bar. So yeah, there's a ton of things going on this weekend. I, I know Blink-182 is here in, in town, San Antonio. There's a ton of events going on. Just go out there and support musicians and everybody that's doing something and go enjoy yourself. It's a lot of fun just hanging out and being in the scene and, and, and doing things with other people, spreading your positive vibes and all that stuff. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll be back next Monday for another episode, Monday and Thursday for two new episodes next week. All right, thanks, and have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. (laughs) 